Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sexcast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. As I record this, we are coming up on 30 episodes, and I am like, holy shit, y'all, like 30 fucking episodes, everything that we have done in just 30 episodes. Like, part of me is like, 30 episodes, that's so much, and then part of me is like, that's really not that much, but I'm so proud of the community that we've built, and I love all the feedback I've gotten. I appreciate it so much. I just want to (laughs) watch... I don't know why episode 30 hit me like a brick, but damn, like I was typing to write this episode and was just like, damn, you know, like honestly work so hard and channel my ambition and just fucking beeline focus that when I hit milestones, I really, I really forget to just stop and think of how far I've actually come to think that I just launched in January of 23. You know, we've been going for six months. We've hit episode 30 almost and I've been releasing an episode once a week for six months it's it's a huge milestone most podcasts give up within the first three to four months like the statistics are pretty crappy (laughs) maybe that's why I'm I've been successful is because of statistic no (laughs) no I've worked really fucking hard and I just want to I forget to really stop and think sometimes like damn hey we're doing good you're doing good, Sierra. You're doing a good job. So I've just been powerhousing through everything. I've definitely learned in the past few years to stop and slow down and fucking experience it. And it's about living the motherfucking journey. So this episode, I'm dropping it like it's hot on voyeurism. And this is just a word used to describe a kink. So if you're new to using different terms and you're new to hearing these different words, A kink is something that you find pleasurable that may or may not be related to anything sexual that is not specifically related to making a baby or procreating. So anything else that's on the table, we would consider that a kink. So voyeurism is a type of kink. In this episode, I wanted to make it completely about voyeurism. And we're going to break it down, maybe give some examples and kind of have some fun. So Hang around. If you do like this episode, make sure you rate my show. It's super important. It helps us to organically grow. This is not a sponsored podcast, so every rating and review literally helps out so fucking So voyeurism, what is it? And is it one of your kinks? It could be one of your kinks. 
You might not know. You might already have this as a kink and I'm about to blow your mind. If you haven't taken the BDSM test though, I'm gonna highly, highly, highly recommend that you do that because once you take that test, it's gonna give you an idea of what your kinks are, maybe enlighten you to a little bit better understanding. Maybe it's things you already know about yourself, but this is gonna help you understand it. You know, I have a lot of people who I would say are consciously kinky and that just means that they're aware, like they know how things roll, but like these things can also help you go a little bit deeper. You know, just when I think, you know, I've been doing this for almost 10 years and just whenever I think I've reached a point where I've learned so much about myself and I've learned and opened so many new doors, I literally learned something else new, brand spanking fucking new. And I'm like, where did that even come from? So even for people who feel like they have been in the kink world for maybe a while, a lot of these things, we can we just continually learn about ourselves. When we open ourselves to learning and just receiving and embracing, I really feel like it's about embracing your true self. You're going to see a different person. So what's normal? Normal, shall I say. One, just following in ethical and consensual lines. I feel like anything goes as long as it falls within ethical standards and it is absolutely consensual 120%. So you set the boundaries, but voyeurism is people who like to watch. This is pleasure and enjoyment from literally watching other people. This could be performing sexual favors, performing any a sexual activity, or maybe not. Maybe you just like to watch your partner clean the house. Maybe you just like to watch them bend over. Maybe you just like to watch them eat. That is voyeurism. It is a totally hot kink. It can be incorporated intentionally. When it's intentionally incorporated, it can be super fucking hot. Voyeurism is very common, I feel like, among the male population. A lot of men are just like, let me just sit back and watch for a second. I've found that, you know, working with clients and a lot of married hetero cis couples over the past, you know, five years or so, I've noticed that a lot of men are voyeurs. So I've definitely talked to a lot of clients about different ways that they can spice it up and help include their partner on their voyeurism and especially helping talk to women feel more comfortable because a lot of women don't like being watched or don't like feeling like you know someone's like critiquing everything if you're in your own head and you're not comfortable and you're not embracing and being in your body then it's going to be really hard for you to sit back and have a partner watch you especially watch you perform something sexual so it can also be a really hot kink when you're creating that safe environment there is nothing sexier than than a watched masturbation session or even a side-by-side masturbation session. You set the boundaries. I know we often forget that we're in control, but we can speak our desires and we can actually fucking live them. What? It's fucking crazy, right? Like this is just mind-blowing nonsense that I'm spewing out. You can speak your desires and you have permission to live them. Just gonna stop you right there. This is a total valid kink. If you are the watcher, if you are the voyeuristic person, this is a total valid kink. And if it's yours, I'm going to give you five quick tips on how you can own it and get in your feels for I just want to watch. I just want to watch. 
I love breaking down kinks. So you guys can definitely expect a lot of podcasts in the future of me literally just taking one episode to break down and talk about one specific kink. And then that way it's nice because if you ever want to go back through and maybe re-listen or maybe you end up with a new partner and you know that they're a voyeur, you can come back to this episode and listen to it and refresh yourself. You know, you can't expect to know everything and learn stuff. You can't expect to become a pro or kink aware or even just in touch with your sexuality overnight it starts by making those small steps and little baby steps like adding in a a podcast like this one in your daily routine or should I say weekly routine because I know a lot of you guys are like Sierra you only drop an episode once a week I know that's changing soon but I'm your weekly bestie and Adding in a just one simple thing to help your sexual health. You know, adding in this podcast once a week. Think of where you started before you started listening to this podcast and think about where you are now. And if you're like, wow, I feel like I've grown a lot. I've learned a lot. You know, I've had people message in and say they had their first orgasms after listening to my podcast. Not not from listening to me, guys. <laughs> Don't go there. Uh, but actually like taking tips and stuff from things that I've said. So think about like where you were and where you are now and if you're like man I actually have learned a few things hit me up because that's what literally keeps me fucking thriving (laughs) that's literally the only reason why I do this is to know that it's helping people and I'm giving things that can actually make a difference so let me know if there are changes and if maybe you're like uh I don't feel like I've learned too much you know, keep hanging in there. Maybe shoot me some ideas and things that I can also help cover. I love just breaking down kinks and voyeurism. Like I said, this is something I've worked with clients over the years on with helping them integrate into their sex life and into their sex routines and spicing it up and how they can just help their partner feel more appreciated because when you speak your partner's love language and I say love language is like a broad term I'm just saying you speak the language and that they feel love because all of us see feel and hear and speak love and perceive it differently this is how do you speak your partner's love language we all have to learn our partner's ins and outs making them really feel appreciated is speaking in the language that they want to be fucking heard in so whenever I say you speak your partner's love language you are appreciating and loving them how they feel loved and appreciated most because that's going to look differently for literally every single person and every single partnership. So these are like my top five ways on how to play a little bit more with your voyeuristic side. Number one is using sex positions with a view. So depending on who is more the voyeur, your positions might adjust a little bit, especially depending on like if it's a penis vulva situation or like a penis penis vulva vulva whatever situation, it might be a little differently. So definitely check up some sex positions if you feel like you need more. If you've ever had sex in a mirror or you're like, hey, babe, come look at this Airbnb. We got a mirror in prime spot. You might be a voyeur because having sex in a mirror allows you to get a lot of different views and it's very visually stimulating. Lights on as well. If you're the person who's like, I want the lights on, please. I need to see things, please. Then you might be a voyeur. And also eye gazing or having that deeper contact with your partner while you're being intimate. Doing positions like face to face where you can have that eye gazing, doing positions where maybe your partner can see like the 
physical act of sex of what's going on. So like oral is like very up close and personal lights on. And maybe if you're doing, you know, face to face intercourse, you're using like a pillow underneath your butt so that you're more upwards and outwards and your partner can see things a little bit better. Your partner is able to see things a little bit better by just adjusting things just ever so slightly. Position aids are really helpful for, you know, adjusting with different positions with a view. Like one of the things that's on my online shop is a door swing. So it's literally an adjustable door swing. It literally goes over the door. You shut the door and it locks into place. Your partner can sit up there and it has feet straps and it has handles. It's so much fun. Uh, That one's great for really helping with different positions and it can be really fun as far as helping with different positions with a view. I actually had one client who used the door swing and she told me that she was in the door swing like across from her house. So when her partner came in home from work, she was in the swing masturbating in her lingerie this is like true story too. She was in her swing masturbating in her lingerie and when her partner actually walked in and I was like, girl, I'm getting steamed. Listen to this story. (laughs) But that's the kind of sex that everybody wants. Like that's the kind of sex I want. Hell yeah. That's awesome. So I, I love it. Like absolutely love it. Using different positions that you can get different views in, using a mirror, turning the lights on. Those are like, ugh get the feels of getting the view. A second way that you can really feel your voyeuristic side is watching porn or erotic clips with your partners. I know there's a lot of controversy about porn out there and I've done a few episodes on talking about it. I definitely love revisiting this area because it's such a taboo subject and if it's taboo, that's where Sierra's gonna fucking go. I don't know why I'm like this. It's just how I am. Watching porn though and erotic clips maybe with your partner or even just masturbating together. This is a super huge voyeuristic turn on it can even be like watching softcore sensual movies there's a lot of like movies out there that I would label softcore porn like that's how like there's a movie title and (laughs) we're always like okay was it like softcore porn level or was it like you know r-rated because there's like a there's like an in-between i feel like and usually if it's me and my friends we're like oh softcore porn we're like yeah okay gotta watch that like (laughs) hook me up hook me up with the softcore porn we like that shit So it can even just be watching things like that. And a lot of women actually watch erotica before maybe being intimate with their partner because it definitely helps get you visually in the mood. A lot of us are just visual people. I'm a very visual learner. I definitely have a little bit of voyeuristic side to me. I am definitely a visual learner. So whenever I am learning something new, I want to like see it and then like I'm going to do it. And that's how I learn it. It can also, you know, watching porn with your partner, like actually watching it with them. So watch it with them. Maybe watch it solo beforehand or watch it with them together. So I mentioned earlier, I feel like every um, Dominican Republic, all in the Dominican Republic and all of the resorts have like porn channels, like free porn channels. You're just like, woo do 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 law and order, NCIS. Wow, dick in butthole right there. Like what? It's literally on every single, every adult resort I've been to. There are free porn channels. It's 
totally on it's totally common you like everybody watches porn like everybody has sex nobody's talking about it everybody's literally fucking doing it masturbating together though and watching porn definitely hot do a little side-by-side masturbating session number three so making eye contact a priority this is my third tip for how to really touch into your voyeuristic side making eye contact can be absolutely huge for someone who's a true voyeur especially if voyeurism is very high on the kink list. So if you take your BDSM test, you're going to get rated with like 10 different kinks that you have. You're going to literally figure like find out like 10 or 12 different kinks that you have. But like your top three are like your really core, like core, core kinks right now. And this will change. Honestly, this changes so much. Um, some people change more frequently. Some people don't. And either way is fine. Someone who's very high voyeuristic. So we're talking like this is their number one or number two kink. Not making eye contact with them can make them feel super underappreciated and make them question the experience for you and make the make them question and overthink a lot of things. Making eye contact a priority. You know, if you've been in a relationship and you're like having doggy sex and you never have that eye contact, number one, you're losing a lot of intimacy. There probably isn't a lot of intimacy at that point. It's just sex and bodies rubbing against each other. There's not intimacy there when you're not making that eye contact and making those moments. Now, sometimes, of course, like maybe you're playing out a scene or something and there is very set intentions for what that sex looks like. But I'm talking about sex all the time. If you're having sex all the time and it's doggy or from behind and there's not a lot of eye contact, you're definitely you're losing intimacy. During oral sex, during penetrative sex, making eye contact a priority is huge, especially if your partner is a voyeur. Like they're going to think it is the hottest fucking thing ever if you like are choking on something and you look them right in their eyes. Like you're staring at them through your soul. Like you're touching their fucking soul. Guaranteed. And they always say the eyes are the gateway to the soul. So number four, watching during mutual masturbation. So you heard me mention this earlier. Asking your partner, though, if you can watch them. And maybe it's it might not be sexual. Like I said, you can ask your partner. Maybe you just want to watch them eat food. Like maybe you just want to watch them take a shower or take a bath. Maybe you just want to watch them walk around the house naked. It could look differently in every single partnership and every single person. So don't feel like just because you like something that maybe I didn't mention or maybe something that you feel like isn't talked about, don't feel invalid. You are valid. Okay. Your kinks are valid. You can explore them. Remember, you have permission to explore them and even fucking own them. So mutual masturbation is super hot. Of course, make sure you get consent and ask your partner about watching them masturbate. You know, maybe you have a fantasy or maybe their part, your partner has a fantasy about watching you masturbate or doing it in a certain way. There's definitely a lot of different ways that you could do mutual masturbation. And I say talk about it because for one, like whenever I say masturbate to somebody and someone says masturbate to me, we have way too different images pop into our heads like everyone does. All right. So masturbating for me could look a lot fucking different for someone else. And I'm going to say 100% for me because I am a frequent masturbator. You guys know I am like the masturbating queen advocate over here. I don't know. We got to come up with a, a masturbating mantra name for how much I talk about masturbating and supporting it. And so, of course, mutual masturbation, you know, I'm going to fucking love, I love talking about this. I could probably do a whole episode over mutual masturbation. 
It's fucking awesome. Side by side, like no absolute touching. You may be a little bit of touching. There's so many different ways to do it. So talk to your partner beforehand. Get a consent, of course. And like I said, you could do no touching each other at all, which is literally just watching and then pick your fucking view because you could do it from across the room. Maybe your partner's in the chair. Maybe you're in the bed. Maybe you're in the shower. Your partner's on the bathroom sink. Like you could literally pick so many different views. You could also do mutual masturbation where one partner stimulates both. So this position, you're going to definitely get a good view in because if you're a vulva partner and penis partner masturbating together, you're going to kind of like be like side by side. So one person would face this way, the other person would face this way, and then you would have one partner that has like access. One partner to stimulate both. Both partners though should be, definitely can have both partners involved stimulating each other too. So maybe you have both partners are touching each other at the same time, but it's just masturbation. And then you could also have both partners involved by just stimulating themselves and watching. Lots of different ways you could do mutual masturbation. Definitely a great, great sex choice for our voyeurs because there's so much watching involved and there's so many different positions and different ways to do it. My fifth and final way to get in touch with your voyeuristic side is phone sex. This, of course, heavy, heavy consent. Phone sex is one of the things that requires negotiating beforehand. I have had so many clients over the years who are like absolute phone sex. They've done the nastiest things over the phone. And then I've had some people who are like, I don't have, I've never even taken a nude photo. I'm uncomfortable even taking a sexy photo. So there's a lot of different people on the end about this, but I'm going to say it starts with having that pre-negotiation of knowing exactly what the boundaries are and two, setting fucking intentions. So like, hey, my intentions for this is to really just kind of help come out of my shell, setting the intentions for it. So start small, maybe start by sending nudes or taking sexy photos consensually. Phone sex, I feel like like I said, can be different for everyone. Whenever I talk about like the, I would say the extra, because you know I'm extra. <laughs> the extra phone sex is like actually video calling and and like physically having sex with yourself while the other person is physically having sex with themselves and you're like video calling or FaceTiming. So that's what I feel like whenever it's like more phone sex because you're dirty talking like visually right there. Even just... So for my people, for my shy people who are like, Sierra, you literally just nailed it. Like I've never even taken a nude or a sexy photo. That would not be really starting small for you guys. Maybe start by sending some risque text messages through the day or to your partner at a certain time before you even take a photo. Because like I know, like I said, I know that for some of you taking a photo is not a small step, but of course, always consensually. Take your own video clips then, maybe on the next step before you would actually phone sex your partner. Maybe just take some sexy video clips after you've upgraded to photos. Take some videos. I will say this is very empowering for women and a lot of women who don't have a lot of confidence should be taking sexy videos and taking sexy pictures of themselves. I have been encouraging this for literally years, telling people like, Take sexy videos of yourself, like snap the lingerie on, go take a picture in the bathroom because it's going to help you gain confidence. If you're not appreciating your body, how do you expect someone else to fucking appreciate it? You have to appreciate you first and then someone else can come in and appreciate you as well. So you show someone how to fucking love you. You set the standard. 
I always just a little bit of tough love here. Just a wee bit of fucking tough love here. Being in a situation, you know, a lot of there's a lot of situations and stuff out there that we can't control. And I understand that. But I'm talking about situations right now that maybe you've been in for a while. How the people that are around you, the people that are around you that love you, they love you by the standard that you have shown them. They love you by how you have allowed them to love you. And if you're like, Sierra, holy fuck, like I have some people around me that love me, but they treat me like shit. They've been around because you've allowed them to love you in that manner. And if you're like, well, I feel like I'm a little too deep now. How can I set boundaries? It's possible. Don't ever feel like there's no hope. It's fucking possible. And it literally just starts by deciding I'm going to choose myself for once. I'm going to actually stand up for myself for once. Phone sex can be super fun. Take your own clips, video call each other. If you're like a long distance relationship, phone sex is everything. I'm like speaking to your soul right now, especially for our people who are like, I can't go a week without having sex. If you're in a long distance relationship, then you definitely are getting used to phone sex and it can be super fun. It can be super fucking spicy. So don't give up on the idea that phone sex is not for you unless you've tried it. Make sure, establish those rules beforehand. Talk consent. Talk what the ideas are. And maybe even just video call each other from separate rooms. If you're like nervous about it, maybe, and you're in a relationship, you're like, see, I sleep with my partner every fucking night. Why would I want to call them? Go to a different room. Make it spicy. You can do it. Maybe one of you go out to the parked car when one of you is in the bed upstairs. Like, how fun is that? Voyeurism is literally best described as someone who is visually turned on by and maybe voyeurism is really best described as someone who is so visually turned on and maybe with a splash of curiosity. I feel like voyeurs have just like this little spark of curiosity like we want to see like I'm in the show me state so being in Missouri I always joke I'm like yeah I'm in the show me state I gotta see it to believe it it's a joke but literally everyone around here will say that I think the reason why this became about to the show me state is because whenever someone says tells you a story most people go like oh okay wow that's so interesting and around here someone tells you a story and you're like no shit like what no way you're fucking kidding me like no no way like so it's a Missouri thing. I don't know why I kind of like have a Missouri Valley girl twist to it, but that is what it is. But yeah, so I'm in the show me stage. You got to see it to believe it. Your voyeurs kind of have just that spark of curiosity and a little bit of we just want to see it. <laughs> We just want to see it. We just want to see it. Just like we all learn differently, whether you might be a hands-on learner, a visual learner, we all are turned on and experience turn on differently as well. So tell me which of these ideas were your favorite from these five. And do you know how much of a voyeur you are? I'm really curious. Let me know how much of a voyeur are you. Take the BDSM test if you haven't. And let me know, what's your favorite from this? What are you taking home? Like, oh, I am so doing that. I need to know. Thank you guys so much. And I will catch you on our next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.